and welcome to the first episode of Finding Our Feet. We're your hosts, Bethany Airy and Sarah Latham. Our goal with this podcast is to share our journey back to an active lifestyle. As moms in our mid-40s, we've let our busy lives overshadow and take priority over our health and wellness at times, especially when it comes to staying physically active. So we're hoping this podcast will provide some accountability for us and maybe help some others who, like us, need motivation and support to create healthy fitness habits. And so first of all, a little bit about us. Bethany and I are county extension agents for Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. Our job focuses on family and community health, which provides a research-based educational programs for through Texas A&M AgriLife for families within our counties. Bethany is in Fannin County and I am in Rains County. Uh, we are the first to admit that at times we don't follow our own advice and we both know that's what we need to do. It's just a little bit harder to do it. Um, and we know we're not the only ones. And so finding our feet is our way to document that journey to help ourselves out and maybe help you out as well. So why finding our feet? How did we come up with that name? Um, for us, really, um, it was Sarah's brainchild, I, I would say, but I really loved it when the idea first came up because our main goal for physical activity uh, for this year is to become girls who run. Um, and I say girls because that's how we still think of ourselves. <laughs> we may be in our mid-40s, but we still think of ourselves as girls. Um, we've both had times in the past where we've gotten on a kick of running a couple of miles here and there, or maybe even running a 5K, but neither of us have ever stuck with it. So when we started talking about what we wanted to do to improve our health, we both kept coming back to running. So a quick disclaimer. Neither of us at this point have aspirations of becoming a marathon runner or anything like that. We just want to be girls who come home from work after a long day and instead of hitting the fridge, the couch, or grabbing a glass of wine, we want to go for a run. Um, they say running can be a great stress reliever, so why not see if we can do it? And so before we start that, it's also always really important to remember if you choose to go along with and follow us on our journey and join with us on the journey or to start a regimen of your own, a fitness regimen of your own, it's always important to make sure that you consult your doctor or family physician before you start an exercise program just to make sure that everything is okay, just to be on the safe side and get any tips from your doctors or you can have, ask your doctor any questions that you may have. And be sure that the activities that you engage are right for your body and for your health situation. So for everyone um, that's able, the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes or that's two and a half hours of moderate physical activity every week. So moderate physical activity is really defined as just heart pumping activity. It doesn't have to be running. There's lots of activities that can get your heart pumping. Um, so running is what we're choosing to do, but there's lots of different options for people. Um, before we go any further though, let's tell let's let's talk a little bit about ourselves and kind of how we came to be where we are today doing this podcast okay um so again my name is sarah latham and i am the county extension agent in rains county i am 43 i'll be to have a birthday <laughs> in june i know <laughs> so it's, it's it's hard to say those numbers back to back um i'm married i have two children i have a 15 year old and a five year old um Growing up, I was always in heavily involved in like I was an athletic person growing up, so I was in gymnastics. I was, you know, I ran track, I, I did all those kinds of things. But like a lot of people, once I got out of high school and kind of got away from that, 
exercise was one of those things that I didn't really focus on until actually I was probably, um, I was 34 when I decided to actually kind of try to get in shape. And that worked well for a few years, but then I had another kid and life just kind of got in the way. And then of course COVID got in the way. And really that was what stopped me from doing any physical exercise was COVID when everything shut down and I just haven't found the motivation to get back to it. And so Bethany and I were talking about this, that that's kind of what was my driving goal behind it was because I, I need the accountability to make me get up and do it. Um, I like it. I like the way working out makes me feel. I just can't talk myself into doing it beforehand. Um, one of the things that I always like to tell people that I go over is, so on my, it was the day before I turned 35 when I was trying to get on my health kick, I was actually on a treadmill and was running and I kind of broke my hip. And so we'll talk more about that later on when we kind of get into sports injuries or things, you know, listening to your body. But that was a, it was, I was thinking, oh, this is a sign from up above telling me that I don't need to work out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I don't think that that's actually what it was. I think there were some uh, things that I was doing wrong on the, my end that could have prevented that, that I've learned since then. So, you know, those are the kind of things that hopefully we'll get to share with you throughout our journey and hopefully no one else will experience anything like that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I left out about me. Um, my main goal through this is really, of course, I think everyone wants to, to lose weight at some point, but I also like just firming up. But I also, well, the main thing is um, I don't like out doing stuff with the kids and all of a sudden I'm like, my gosh, I'm out of breath. I'm so out of shape. I don't like that feeling. And so whether I lose weight or not, I, I hope to feel healthier and I hope to actually have better statistics when I'm going to the doctor and getting my health results back. So those are the things that I, I, it truly is a health thing for me at this point in my life. Yes, and I agree, Sarah. Um, I kind of feel the same way. I have a lot of reasons to want to get healthy, but one of the big motivators for me now is that I've gotten older and you go to the doctor and they do all this blood work and stuff that I used to never think have a second thought about. Um, But now I'm worried when it's coming back. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope that my (laughs) cholesterol is fine. Like, I know I haven't been exercising. I hope things are okay. And um, so that's definitely a huge motivator for me too. But um, so for me again, I'm Bethany Airy. I am 45 years old and I'm married. I have one daughter she's 13 and um she's awesome and i really enjoy um life with her and my husband and um i would say that like sarah i was very active growing up and all through um even my early mid to late 20s um i personally i had some trouble getting pregnant and that kind of um took over my life for a little bit there. And then when I finally did have a baby, I put 150% of my life into her, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but along the way, I kind of let go of all the things that I had been doing. So I was pretty um, regimented about exercising and eating right leading up to having my daughter. but my schedule was my own back then and so you know I would go to work I would come home I would spend 45 minutes on the elliptical or the treadmill um I ate the same things um during the week I took my lunch to work you know I would 
eat out on the weekends and not worry about food on the weekends and everything rocked along fine. I stayed at the right weight. I looked how I wanted to. Um, then everything changed when I had a baby, everything, not just my body, but the way I, my schedule, um, and what I chose to do and where I chose to put my time. Um, and I didn't have, I didn't, I never found a good balance well, for I, that. And so it got easy to just quit, you know, and let it go. And I think that's something that a lot of people can really relate to. You know, you, you, once you have kids, you kind of lose the focus on yourself. And at mm -hmm. some point, at some point in life, you have to kind of put that focus back on yourself to make sure that you live a, a, a long life for your, for yourself and for your children. And right. so I think a lot of people, I think that's a good thing to bring up. I mean, I think that will really connect yeah. with a lot of people. It, and I still, you know, I would still, I, I've still randomly, you know, it's been 13 years since she's been born. So it's not a good excuse anymore. <laughs> the baby weight is not like, I can't, I've got to quit using that. But, um, you know, I, I would randomly go through spurts where I'm like, I have got to get to exercising again. And I, you know, bought a jogging stroller and we'd go walking and we would do things like that. And, um, very, I would say a pretty active lifestyle but every, but I didn't do a lot that was like, okay, this is what I need to do for my fitness journey. And so like you, I would, I have found over time that it's getting harder to do some of those things, getting a little bit more worried about health stuff. Um, certainly when it comes to weight, um, at 45 and I've got, you know, I've had a hysterectomy and had some hormone issues. The the things that I did when I was 25 and 30, they don't work right. anymore. So I kind of have to find a new normal. And I've used a lot of excuses along the way to keep from doing that. So um, now I'm like, you know, I got to I gotta find something that I can do and I can stick with for the long term that's good for my health first. And if there's added benefits of weight loss or things like that, then that's great. But first, just basically finding my feet, getting active again, and um, trying to be as healthy as possible. And so one thing that I was talking to my mother and one of her friends about us doing this podcast as a way to kind of create accountability for ourselves, but then also a community to try to help mm -hmm. others. And one of the things my mom said, she's like, well, I'm not going to run. Are you going to be discussing anything that can help me? And I was like, you know, really, you don't have to run. It can be anything. It can be, I mean, even just walking, even getting, you know, just the, mm -hmm. the recommended amount of steps in or increasing your steps from, you know, if you only get 2,000 steps a day, going up to 4,000. I mean, any little bit is going to be better than what you're not doing. So that's kind of what I tried to stress to her. And so I think maybe, you know, even if you're not, like you mentioned earlier, trying to be a runner, there are going to be things that we can hopefully point out to you, give you tips on that will help you with whatever your fitness journey is. Right. And that's definitely a really good point because what I've done a lot of over the years is try to um, kind of like hop onto something that I see other people doing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, they're doing that. So that would be great for me. And I never have stuck with anything. Right. So I'm like, I've got to find what's mine and so that's what I'm hoping this podcast will help people do is we're running and um I mean when I say running I, I figure we're both starting walking yeah. <laughs> but maybe we'll transition into running at some point I hope are we on the same page yes we, yeah we are yeah in 5k's already yeah no so no. um yeah so that's what we're doing but the main goal is finding what works for us so for us maybe it'll be running 
Um, maybe in a year when we're done with this podcast, we'll figure out we're not runners after all, but hopefully we've found another passion, another type of physical activity that we can, you know, really stick with for the long term. I mean, because so many of us now have desk jobs where we're not moving around throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So just, Mm -hmm. you know, finding something that can get you out and, and standing up more and moving just a little bit more, anything that can help will help (laughs) it will and um then just for me the accountability you know um sometimes like in the past i've i've kind of made a little note to myself i've even written things down where i'm like okay i'm going to do this every day and i always make it super structured like on monday i'm going to do this and tuesday i'm going to do this and wednesday i'm going to do this i always fail at that yeah (laughs) and but one thing i don't do typically is i don't share that with anyone and the main reason i don't i think it's because i don't want that accountability right i don't want you know my friend or my husband to be like hey you didn't do it but I think that's what I need. I think I need some type of accountability. So um, I think that this is maybe a great way for me to get that accountability without getting into a really rigid and structured program that I know I'm not successful with. And so like one of the things that kind of comes up is for me often is, like I mentioned, getting started again. And so just a few tips to maybe maybe help others get started because I really, you know, I, I can think about it all day long when I'm at work, but when I get home and I actually have a chance to do it, I don't. I talk myself out of it. So one of the mm-hmm. best ways that, that I've found is to have a friend, have someone that, that you're going to meet up with and either walk or run or, you know, physically meet up with. And in a lot of chance or circumstances, that's not something we can all do. Like just like take Bethany and I, for example, we can't meet up every day because we don't live in the same town. We're far from each other. But uh, we have, we've, you know, we have we both have a fitness tracker and we're friends on that fitness tracker app. And so we can kind of see what the other person's doing. And as we kind of go along this, we'll maybe do some, some little competitions that are built into that. And that, that to me is also an accountability. Like that works for me. But then also, you know, um, if you're, if you have a, if you have a desk job and you need to get up and move during the day, set reminders on your phone. Like if you've got 10 minutes left of the hour and you can go outside and walk for five of those, you know, anything that's going to remind you to do it and just kind of keep you aware of, oh, this is what I'm trying to do. Because getting started is truly the hardest part for me. It's the hardest part. It is definitely the hardest part for me. Um, I get very excited about it. And then when it comes to actually doing it, I can easily talk myself out of it. Um, So that's my another part of of getting started that I think we have to talk about is just really setting some realistic goals and not being too hard on ourselves. Um, For one, you know, I was kind of joking a minute ago when I said we're going to walk before we run, but we're going to, I mean, for me, I'm going to have to ease into it. You know, I can't, I mean, I think that maybe I could get to a point at some where maybe I'm running three miles at a time. Maybe that's possible for me. Um, but it's not possible for me this afternoon. Right. <laughs> like, I can't do that. And that's really so I've important. I've to ease into yeah. it. Well, and plus, you know, if you, without easing into it, you're going to burn yourself out easier. Um, the, you'll be extremely sore and... won't be able to breathe. <laughs> I know I'll be able to breathe. And no, then I will tell and, myself I shouldn't do it because I'm not breathing. And, and you're going to hate it so much, you're not going to want to do it yes. again. So... Just totally dread it. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, definitely easing into it. And then the other thing I think I'm going to have to do is give myself a break sometimes. I mean, there are times that for whatever reason, when I go home from work, I'm tired. Like it, the day's been too much. I'm just, I'm actually like, just like physically tired. And um, maybe if that's, I, I've been bad in the past. Like if that's a day that I plan to work out and I was just too tired and I didn't do it, um, I would say, well, great. I've screwed up for this week and it might be Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll start over next week. So then, I mean, so I think I need to allow myself to, you know, have a break without starting over. Right. Like listen to my body. If today's not a day I can do it, then I won't do it. But there's always tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and so, so if you follow us on Facebook, you can, you can search for us by finding our feet podcast. So if you just go to Facebook and you type in finding our feet podcast, it should pull us up. Um, we've posted a, it's, it's from runner's world, which is, I think a pretty reliable source of a, it's a, it's a magazine, not necessarily research-based, but mm -hmm. a lot of the articles in it are research-based. But one of the things that we've shared on our Facebook page was their running plan. It's a beginner's running plan. And when I say beginner's running plan, it really is. I mean, it's walking for the first two or three weeks I like before it. you get into running, do you mm -hmm. know, just getting yourself used yes. to actually physically moving a little bit more and then maybe try to throw. And I'll be honest. Yes. So getting in, getting prepared for this, I have tried to like do a little bit more. And so I got on the treadmill this weekend and I tried to do like a run walk and realized pretty quickly that I can't run far at all. Like maybe 30 seconds and I was starting to hurt. And so <laughs> I'm going to try here. to follow this because <laughs> it does, it, it's got, you know, working out, it's got you walking on, on like every other day and resting on every other day. And so it really does kind of give you that built-in rest time and kind of get into it a little bit later. But that was part of the reason what led to me breaking my hip is that I was not including those rest days and my body was just truly stressed out. And so it was a stress fracture. So those, those rest days are extremely important. And this, so if you're interested in kind of starting with us or starting whenever you listen to this, on our Facebook page is a really good running plan and it's got little check boxes that you can check off and it's even got descriptors so that as you move down in the weeks, cause it's a two month plan or actually I think it's a 12 week plan. It, it kind of walks you through and gives you descriptions and options of things that you can do besides running. And so it's really, it's a, it's a great resource for someone that's just starting out trying to, trying to get going. Yeah. And we'll also um, update that Facebook um, often with, with information that we find that's helpful. Um, we do have access to lots of great educational resources um, that we can share. And um, some of them that I think will really actually pertain to running um, and what we can do to make it a habit that we we can stick to. So um, I'm kind of excited about that, but we'll share other stuff too on the Facebook. It doesn't all have, it won't all be about, about running, but um, just health in general, you know, we may even share healthy recipes at times or things that'll make it easy for you maybe at home to throw in that 30 minutes of activity because you have an easier dinner recipe. So we're going to try to add quite a bit to that Facebook and hopefully make it a really great source of information for you too. And just one last little thing, you mentioned forming a habit of becoming a workout, some, you know, this, this habit of working out. And so it brought to mind, you know, I've heard you have to do something so many times before it actually does become a habit. And uh -huh. so I've kind of just did a quick search here. And so it's like 21 days or 21 times is what it should take to 
get the beginnings of a habit forming. But they, you said usually between 66 days is where it really starts to actually set in. So that's roughly two months. So it's going to take you uh, dedicating this two months to, to actually get to a point where this is part of your life and you're, you're kind of relying on it. And, but you don't have to think about it. Your body just naturally right. wants to do it. So, you know, I know those and first that's few what weeks. I haven't done yeah. for the last 10 or 15, 10, 12 years. That's what I haven't done is give it time. And just keep to, forcing yourself that cause, yeah. because it's like every single, like if we rest, have a rest day, that next day you're having to start all over again because it's like forcing your body to do it. But the more mm-hmm. you force your body to do it, the more it does start to build into a habit. And isn't it going to feel great when we do like want to <laughs> want to exercise? Yeah. Like when we get to that point, that's going to feel really good. Yeah. And so um, we hope that you will join us for our next episode and hopefully maybe in between then you'll look on our Facebook page and look at this 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 workout plan and maybe join along with us. We will next time kind of address Hold on. I've got it written down here somewhere. Bethany, do you have it written down? Oh, um I think we were talking about maybe next time having some okay. conversation on like proper footwear and like what to wear. Um because I think I need to buy some new running shoes. shoes yeah and I told my husband you know we're doing this podcast and I'm like you know I think I may need to like go buy some new workout wear because somehow I think that's gonna make me do better <laughs> yeah there's always that mental need, like, side to it that we can outfit. use yeah well yeah. and, and but um, it is important I've had issues with my heels before um so I know feet are super important so I have a feeling. Yeah, and it's definitely not something you want to underestimate because even the position at which your foot hits the ground when you're running, if you're a toe-to-heel runner or if you're a heel-to-toe runner or if maybe you're just a center runner, the the and, and that goes for walking too. I say running, but it really does go for walking too. There are particular shoes built that can help it and actually make the, the exercise easier on you because you're not fighting against the equipment that you're putting on your body. And so knowing that you, you know, and, and each person's different, you know, we all have different needs and, and different things that feel comfortable to us. But so it's, we definitely don't want to underestimate the importance of proper footwear and really proper clothing because it's, you know, mm-hmm. if you're running on a, a, a 20 degree day, but you're dressed for 80 degrees, you're not going to, you're, it's just, you're not going to be able to do it. And so, no. you know, these yeah, are things. If you're that, uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, at this point in my life, if I'm uncomfortable, all bets are off. Yeah. So I need to, I need to figure out, you know, any little thing I can do to help myself be more successful, I need to be doing it because I know, I know myself. It's easy to make excuses. Well, all right. Well, so hopefully, hopefully you'll, you'll come back and join us again next week and we'll be back and kind of see if we can get on this journey with everyone. All right. All right. See you next week. (laughs) 